0: God is good. Yes, all the time God is good. Many of us spend our lives either, number one, looking forward to future moments with God. Or number two, reflecting on past encounters with God. Instead of truly connecting with God in the present. I want us to discover God in the here and the now. Do you struggle with feelings that God is distant? Do you struggle with feelings of separation from God? Well, I'm here to tell you that that perceived distance has nothing to do with God's absence and everything to do with our lack of awareness that God is present right now. In fact, living in the present moment is the only place where we can genuinely encounter God. If we're living in expectation, anticipation of something that God might do, God's promise to do, we believe God will do, it hasn't happened yet. It's actually not real yet. We're believing for it, but that's not the same as experiencing God's presence right now in the moment if we're constantly relating in our journey of faith and in our relationship with Jesus to something he did yesterday, then we're not living in his presence now. This song was so important, this second song about wrestling with that illusion of fear sickness and death, those are all illusions. They're not real. They're not the life that we have in Christ. They're illusions. They present themselves as real and powerful because they operate in this world where we have to live and abide. But they're not our destiny. They're not reality for us in the presence of God. You see, tomorrow's an illusion. Often we find ourselves waiting for a sign from the heavens, a moment of enlightening, thinking that divinity somehow is going to manifest itself as some grand future event. And man, that becomes so hollow. It's so void of God's presence now. But we tend to live there. An expectation of something God's going to do. An expectation isn't wrong. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is a confident expectation. There's nothing wrong with expectation, but you can't live there. And when it comes to the presence of God, we have to live in the now manifest presence of God. what if I told you that rather than the presence of God being some future event or some past event that we dwell on and hope will repeat itself that the presence of God rather than being distant is right now in fact it's in you what you know about God what you experience about God with God daily comes from within you. Not something God did yesterday and not something God's going to do tomorrow. It's in you now. Jesus said this in Luke's Gospel, chapter 17, verse 21, the kingdom of God never comes by watching for it. Now, I'm fond of saying this, my wife has brought it to my attention. Watch this, (laughs) because really I guess it should be now, listen to me carefully. Watch this. Jesus said in Luke's gospel. The kingdom of God never comes by watching for it. Men cannot say look here it is. Or there it is. For the kingdom of God is inside you. Luke chapter 17 Verse 21, for the kingdom of God is inside you. We've got to break free of the illusions. We're we're enslaved to narratives and illusions that prevent us from perceiving the now presence of God. What are some of those illusions? those misconceptions. Anticipating change. So, you know, when you live in a constant state of anticipating change, it's going to be better tomorrow. I sure hope this changes. I wish this were better. I'll be happy when this changes. Then you're not living in the now presence of God. So in other words, everything going on right now, God's not in that, God's not present with me right now because this thing has to change first for God to be present. That's an illusion. Secondly, when we process everything everything with judgment, what do I mean? Well, this is right, this is wrong. Well, then at least 50% of everything going on in your life and that you see and look at and are perceiving is God's not in it because it's wrong. You're dividing everything up between right and wrong and God's not in the wrong and so 50% of everything in your life, God's not there. God's not involved in that. We can't process everything with judgment. We can't live out of this place of thinking god's not in this but god is in this number 3 we're talking about breaking this illusion that somehow the presence of god is elsewhere it's distant it's tomorrow or it happened in the past i'm waiting for it well so we we have an illusion of measuring ourselves against others when we do that, then obviously God's not present with me right now. I have to change or I have to be better or I have to be like that person. I have to be able to pray like that person. I have to be able to feel God like that person does. I have to be able to have the anointing like that person does. Boy, I, 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 I wish I understood scripture like that person does. Boy, I wish I had the kind of home or the car or the clothes that that person does. So obviously God's not in what I'm wearing. God's not in this place where I abide, my home, where I'm going to go home to this afternoon. God's not, I I, I wish I had this over here. So again, there's a lot in our life that God's not in when we're constantly processing everything with judgment as well as measuring ourselves against others. We stop that and we say, wow, God's in me. That means God's presence is with me right now, regardless of anything else that's going on in my life or in somebody else's life. I'm not comparing my life to them. Number four, endless trivia and self-centered chatter. Well, I'm just going to use one one short, very common, known to everybody, phrase that will explain, I think, number four completely. Anybody wanna guess what it is? The, the second word, it's two words, and the second word is media. Does that help you at all? <laughs> it's two words long, this phrase. The second word is media. media. Thank you very much, social media. We need to break free of the illusion presented to us with all the trivia and self-centered chatter going on with social media. I mean, regardless of the app, we could all name four or five or six or more of them, right? And most of us have accounts. And in my experience, which is why I I don't spend a lot of time there. The majority of it is trivial and self-centered. And oh, by the way, nobody's going to post realistic things about a struggle they might go be going through, an argument they just had in their marriage, uh, the job they just lost, and now they're trusting God to bring them through finance. They're not going to post that. They're going to post the best pictures of themselves. The best party they just attended. The best this. The best that. And it's not real. <laughs> but still, regardless of all that, I don't need to go on. It, it, it's our, our, our minds were not created by God. Oh, I'm just realizing, you know, this was over here. Hello? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is anybody watching or looking? <laughs> oh my goodness. That our minds were not created by God to process the copious amounts of trivial information. And self-centered information or constant thinking that competes with awareness of Jesus, an awareness of just God's sweet love and presence. And there's just illusion after illusion after illusion that wrestles with this awareness of God the presence of God but here's one last one dwelling on the past when you when you live in the past when you dwell on the past when when your thinking is filled with the past it's it's very difficult to understand to to receive or to be present in the now i was processing through some of these illusions myself yesterday we finished with the funeral and I went home and knowing the direction I wanted to go with the goodness of God having an idea that I was going to talk to you about some of these things I I just felt an emptiness. I felt like I was reaching, almost like a God, where are you? (laughs) Have you ever done that? Have you ever been in that place where you're reaching and it's like, God, where are you? And you know, that's not a good place for a preacher. (laughs) We we have this expectation that the preacher's just got, kind of got a hotline with God, right? he's always in touch with god he hears god perfectly he he just i mean if he starts praying it's like he and god have their arms wrapped around one another in their buds speakers presenters preachers pastors go through the same thing that I'm talking to you about and I, and I will say to you that my greatest struggle not as a preacher or pastor but as a Christian has been and always will be and I submit to you it is our number one objective as a Christian is to live in the presence of God to be aware of the presence of God, to host the presence of God, to host the kingdom of God, for the kingdom is within you. The kingdom is within you. God's presence, God's rule, God's reign, his manifest love is within us, not somewhere else. I'm not looking for it. So what do you do when all that's filling your body and your mind is, God, where are you? You could be looking at a bill. You could be looking at an invoice, a bill that's come in. You could be looking at a letter you received of eviction. You could have just walked out of the office at the company where you were, having been informed that you've been let go You could have just had one of the worst arguments with your spouse that you've ever had and the feeling is just one of such emptiness where is God on a weekly basis one of the illusions I face is that I'll get in front of you and I won't have anything to say And I'm, I mean, basically, I, I have a lot of things to say if I'm just like on the street or I'm with a group of people and, and you know, there's an opportunity. I, I can hold my own in a, in a conversation. But it's like if I get up here in front of you, there'll just be nothing. Nothing. I was on my knees, literally, and I only tell you this because of the gravity of and perspective, perspective I'm trying to bring to this right now, which is that when you feel empty, when you feel like God has left, when you're reaching and trying to rectify you're wrestling with all these illusions and this chatter that's going on in, your, on in your mind and you're trying to find God in the in the middle of everything I feel like the Holy Spirit spoke to me all right now I've gotten free from needing to tell you that God spoke to me to authorize what I'm about to say or to make you feel better or to f- make you feel like I'm important or this is really from the Lord you better pay attention or anything like I, I, I don't need to follow up what I say I feel like in my time being on my knees crying out to the Lord saying God where are you and I, I was wrestling with not, not only speaking But a a number of other things going on in my life. Financially, loss of staff, uh, relationships, various things, moving pieces. And so this begins to crowd in on you. And it becomes like a black cloud and you start to imagine the worst. Have you ever done that? When that black cloud gets in, it takes over your thoughts, and your imagination starts to run. That's why this second song by Brandon was so important. Because our thoughts run wild, and we imagine the worst happening. So I'm in this cloud, I'm under this cloud, I'm on my knees, and I'm, I'm reaching out to the Father. Now I'm not saying a bunch of things. I'm reaching in my heart, and I'm just quiet before him, and here's what I heard. You are with me. Now. (laughs) Now, he wasn't saying that to me, you are with me. I heard me affirm, you, God, are with me. Now. Man, that's all I needed. That took care of everything. Because I know that if He's with me, everything else is taken care of. Every other question is answered. Every financial need will be met. Every relationship will get worked out. Every black cloud has to part. Everything that seems overwhelming is an illusion. To the, it's a contradiction to the presence of God are you with me uh, d- yeah you've been there alright so here's what we're going to do Jeff if you would I don't know if it's on the screen I don't see those things but you are with me now I, I want to I break it up now just you 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 just you just you and what what happens when you become aware of God and you say you it's very personal God you're personal you're right now I'm talking to you he's not somewhere else it's not an expectation of the future and I'm not living in the past you it, it'd be like standing and looking you in the face in a conversation and talking to you you wouldn't be somewhere else yesterday <laughs> I'm not talking to somebody about the future, all right? We do that with God. We pray about the future. We ask God for the future. Or we reminisce about things in the past and we hope he'll do them again. No, you. Right, the next word, Jeff. You are. Well, that settles the fact that God is right now. God's not a hologram. It's not just a spiritual belief. You are. You are. Say those two words. You are. You are. You are means you are. He's with me now. He's he's right here. He's you, you are. There's substance. Now this next word, watch this. You are with let me ask you a question if I set this bottle down here and we eliminate everything else this is me now size and all that don't get caught up there (laughs) because that's relative in fact let's do it this way this is me, <laughs> just for the psyche of it. This is me. And, and I start meditating and declaring to God, you are with. That's just done this, hasn't it? The moment you say with, you're in his presence. He's not somewhere else. He's not a memory of the past, something he did. It's not something you're asking him to do in the future. You are with. Now we could say in, but the phrase that came up in my heart is you are with, because I, w- I was reaching and I was needing. You are with. If I were to open this and pour this communion wine into this glass, that would actually be more realistic. Don't just think about it. This will be my communion cup. All right, here we go. You are with. There wasn't enough of it to turn this thing red, but it's all one now you are with next word me you're with me you're with me right now man whatever else is going on whatever else is happening if he's with you if he's in you that's it that's his presence that's what we live for that's what we want. That's what we need. That's, that's everything. Could you say it out loud? You are with me now. Let's say it again. You are with me now. You are with me now. That came up inside my spirit and I just began to repeat it and as I did I began to cry because the black cloud parted and all the challenges and compromises and contradictions began to move out of the way and I was aware I think what might just happen as a result of that time with the Lord yesterday and last night is That might just be our our new series, Awareness. We'll see. But I wanted to get this to you today about the presence of God. God is good. God is good. But I won't know that unless I'm experiencing his awareness. I won't know that unless I am practicing awareness I should say it that way. Unless I'm experiencing God, where is he? He's not distant. He's not somewhere else. He's not in my future. He's not in my past. You understand how I'm saying that. Of course he is. But I'm not focused on the past. I'm not anticipating the future. God is right now. In me. You are with me right now. Now, understand that the sheer simplicity of that might just be like, okay, wow, that was interesting this morning. (laughs) No heavy revs there. That's what's wrong. I lived most of my Christian experience expecting heavy revs and getting further and further and further from the reality of the simplicity of just living in Christ and that Christ lives in me.